0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. And for today's episode, I'm going to be going over Week 7 and all the madness, upsets, and L's that I've taken this week on Fantasy and uh, on my Pick'em League because I didn't do that well this week. Um, A lot of teams, I believe six teams were on bye week, so six teams had rest this week in Week 7. We're going over also... The World Series now starting tomorrow the first game and the NBA season week one Is already wrapped up and we are heading into week two starting today before that Let's get into the World Series matchups and how we got there. So I last ended I believe in game four between the Braves and the Dodgers. That was Wednesday Um, Of course the Astros won on Wednesday 9 to 1 and then the Braves won as well on uh, against the Dodgers 9 to 2 and then Thursday, the next game, the Dodgers beat the Braves, annihilated them 11-2. And then we went to Houston for Friday's game. And then, of course, the Astros took over that game. And they won that series 4-2. to And they won the American League pennant. And then the next day, Saturday, the 23rd, the Braves won the game 4-2. And they win the series in 6. And they win the National League pennant. So the Braves versus the Astros World Series for 2021. This is going to be pretty interesting. Um, the Braves, who have not made the, the World Series since 1999, and they lost against the Yankees that year, I remember. Um, of course, I, was, I wasn't even born yet, but that was the last time the Braves made the World Series, and that was one of the last times the Yankees have won the World Series. It's been a while, believe it or not. And, of course, the first game kicks off tomorrow. Houston, of course, winning it in 2017, and... Almost winning it again in 2019, unfortunately lost in seven games to the Washington Nationals. But, you know, they have been making it to the World Series. They have been making it to the ALCS pretty much every year since 2017 when they won the World Series. But look, I got to give Houston their credit. I don't like the team. You know, they are cheaters forever, but they've proven this year that they are a very good team. And they don't need to cheat to win a championship. And that's what they're going to prove in this World Series. And I do think that's really their only mindset because winning a championship for them doesn't really do a lot for their career. Of, of course, it will. You know, that will add another uh, trophy and hardware into their legacy and it'll boost up a lot in their resume. But again, these guys already won, or most of the guys that are on the roster already won the World Series. Um, but they would not mind winning another. But the Braves, this team is very young. This team has so many great players and even great players out for injury. Of course, Acuna Jr., it's a shame that we couldn't see him play in the playoffs or even the second half of the season. We haven't seen him play since, of course, what, I believe July? So it's been a while, and he's probably not going to start until maybe summer of next year's season. So we're definitely going to have a long time until we see Acuna Jr. back on the diamond. But... In this World Series, the Braves are looking like one of the favorite teams, at least by America. I think most people are going for the Braves, and including me. I mean, look, I think the Braves are a very powerful team. Their pitching is great, and they're hitting. I think Austin Riley, I think a lot of hitters on that lineup can really, can really do a lot. I mean, Jock Peterson – Freddie Freeman, Eddie Rosario, who won, I believe, the a- the NLCS MVP. He's been great as well. Jorge Soler, even though he missed out on a couple games, I think he missed out the whole series besides like game six. He's also going to be a big contributor, but of course the Astros, man, that lineup is stacked. I mean, with Correa, Tuve, Bregman, Gurriel, Jordan Alvarez, and of course the pitching staff with McCullers, I mean, Cal Tucker as well. Uh, another great hitter, you know, and of course, Valdez Famb- uh Valdez Urkitty, uh, you know, uh, how do you say Jose kitty Another great pitcher for the Astros. So this team is gonna be It's not gonna be an easy team for the Braves to knock out So I do believe the Braves will win this World Series. I believe they'll win their first World Series since 1995 breaking the curse of Atlanta sports teams of how they choke um, that will be a huge W for Atlanta itself if the Braves win the World Series, just because that will just kind of break the choking, um, the choking symbol that is Atlanta. Of course, it really goes forward to the Falcons most often, but of course the Braves choked last year a three one series lead against the Dodgers. Well, this year they did not they did not choke it, but who knows? Maybe they could choke in the World Series, so it's not completely over yet. But I have the Braves winning this in, I'm going to say seven games just to be safe. I really don't think you can beat an Astros team in like five or six games. This, this is going to be a very good series. Hopefully very entertaining. I hope these games are future classic games that we will remember in the future. So yeah, I want this to be a very entertaining World Series. I love this time around. It's my birthday week and World Series starting tomorrow. Can't wait. But anyways, let's get into the first week of the NBA season. So, of course, it's only been the first week of the NBA season. Most teams have already played two, three games. And let's look at the current standings. I mean, right now, I really don't care because, again, any team can the, – the worst team in the Eastern Conference, which is the Pistons, no surprise. They could be number one next week, so you never know. But the Bulls and the Hornets are 3-0 at the moment. The Bulls, Hornets have been looking fabulous right now. Which is great, you know. Lonzo Ball and Lamelo Ball have been playing great so far this year, and i and I've been impressed. Uh, Washington Wizards, they're two and zero. The Knicks are two and one. The Sixers two and one. The Bucks two and one. The Heat are one one. I believe they play a game against the Magic today, or yes, uh, seven thirty. And the Hawks one one. Raptors one and two. Nets as well one and two. They gotta find out their struggles, but of course, there's still so much time. They have, what, 79 games left, so they got plenty of time. The Cavaliers 1-2, Magic, Pacers, and Celtics also 1-2, and And the Pistons 0-2. Now in the Western Conference, the Warriors are 3-0. They've been playing great. Steph Curry's been playing amazing. No surprise there. Utah Jazz 2-0, Timberwolves 2-0, Nuggets 2-0, Grizzlies 2-1, Blazers, and the Mavericks 6-7 seed 1-1. And then the Suns. Suns, Rockets, Spurs, Kings, and Lakers, they're all 1-2. And And then the Clippers, 0-2, they have not won a game yet. Oh, that's kind of surprising, what the fuck? So they lost to the Warriors, and they lost to the Grizzlies. So they have a game against the Blazers today, so maybe they can get their first win of the season with that. And finally, the Pelicans and the Thunder, 0-3. No surprise there, the Thunder being one of the worst teams in the NBA. But the Pelicans 0-3, they have not won a game, yet they lost to the—they lost their home opener against the Sixers. They lost to the Bulls. That was a pretty close game um, until the fourth quarter because they eventually it just felt like they just gave up on that game later on. And they lost to the Timberwolves, but they will play against the Timberwolves again tonight at 8 and then against the Hawks on Wednesday. So for today's games, we have the Celtics versus the Hornets, the Bucks versus the Pacers, the Pistons versus the Hawks, the Wizards versus the Nets, the Bulls versus the Raptors, the Magic versus the Heat, the Pelicans versus the Timberwolves, like I just said, Cavaliers versus Nuggets, and Blazers versus Clippers. And then tomorrow, we got the Sixers-Knicks. That should be a fun game to watch. Warriors-Thunder, Lakers versus Spurs, Rockets versus Mavericks, and the Nuggets versus the Jazz. So that is for today and tomorrow. Yeah, that is that is that for week one. Um, I will catch up with more headlines right now. Um, there really hasn't been going so much in other news. I mean Kyrie Irving still unvaccinated, so he cannot uh you know play for the for the Nets. He can't get back on the thing. He's still on lockdown. Uh oh, Caramarlo Anthony surpassed uh, Moses Malone for ninth in total points last night against the grizzlies so the lakers they won that game and i believe carmelo had 28 points in 28 minutes he had three rebounds and one assist he surpassed moses malone for ninth in total points and of course lebron 19 points 80 22 they played great uh russell westbrook did okay he played decent Thirteen 13.7 uh rebounds 13 assists he did his thing But definitely needs to be a little bit more consistent before I actually get. um, Before I actually generally believe that Westbrook will be a very important piece to this team and won't fuck things up. Anyways, let's talk about week seven. So, the week seven was probably one of the weirdest weeks of the season. I mean, again, upsets happen and teams disappoint every week. At least one, two good ass teams always disappoint. Not surprised. So the Broncos-Browns game, that was on Thursday. The Browns won that game 17-14. to I did have the Browns winning it, but let's be honest. The Broncos should have won that game. The Cleveland Browns were flooded with injuries. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, 23 for 33, 187 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Case Keenum, 21 for 33, 199 yards and a touchdown. There was really a, not a lot going on for the Broncos at least in the first half, but then the second half they scored two touchdowns one of the third and the fourth So they were getting on somewhere The Browns started off the game pretty hot was scoring 10 points and then a scoring seven in the third quarter But and again, it was kind of not really it was kind of a boring game. I didn't really watch a lot of it Around like the end of the fourth quarter. I kind of stopped watching it, but the Browns were able to win this game And they were able to win their fourth game of the season. The Browns will have to go up against the Steelers on Halloween coming up. And then, of course, the Bengals, they will, the Broncos, excuse me, they will be taking on the Washington football team as well on Halloween. Next game, we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tennessee Titans. And I am now very concerned About this Kansas City team, just one word to describe everything what this this game is right now, what is, this game right here just describes how bad the Chiefs have been playing this season. Wow. Just wow. But anyways, Matt Patrick Mahomes twenty for thirty-five, two hundred six yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Chad Ani also had eleven uh, carries, not carries, uh, attempts, sixteen attempts, eighty-two yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Ryan Tannehill twenty-one for twenty-seven, two hundred seventy yards, one touchdown and one interception. Derrick Henry had a motherfucking passing TD. Yes, he had a passing TD, and Mahomes. Had zero, so Derrick Henry had more passing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 for real. Um, but to be honest, it was it was kind of a shame. Um, the Titans really d- did all the damage in the first half. They scored fourteen the first, and then thirteen the second. They they didn't really do a lot in this in the third. And fourth quarter, second half was kind of quiet for the Titans. So they didn't put up any points, but the Chiefs had so many opportunities in the second half to try to even get this game close, make it even a one possession game, or even tie the damn game. I mean, twenty four points they were down um, by the end of the first half. It was ridiculous. This t- this Chiefs team. Well, let's talk about the Titans first. This Titans team is good, but it's really surprising how this team kind of manages to win these games. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. The Titans have a really good offense when it when they're all clicking. But trust me, this team can be really weak sometimes. Their defense is not a strong suit still. But it hasn't been really looking like a huge concern this year. So I guess maybe things have stepped up. Um, you know, but, you know, that loss against the Jets, that still kind of worries me. They did beat the Jaguars, they did beat the Bills, and they beat the Chiefs. So yes, they have beaten very good teams this year, and I do believe the Titans will make the postseason, and they will have maybe one or two playoff uh, victories. You know, maybe they might make it to the AFC Championship game. You really don't know. I think they're that good, but I really just can't trust this team so much for the playoffs, but in the regular season, this Titans team is dangerous. It's it's pretty fucking dangerous. And the Chiefs, man, I have to talk about them. I mean, what a bad game. I mean, it's really just... We all know about the defense. I I say this every week. The defense is really a concern. We know that it's shit. We know that their defense has just been underperforming all season long. But now, it just felt like the offense... In this game, the offense couldn't do anything. But it's really not just... The offense that's really been making crucial mistakes, it's just been the turnovers that's been costing this team, and especially this game, really a lot of points. I mean, Mahomes kind of throwing really lazy passes. Um, that one interception was kind of a weak interception. Like, he's been throwing and getting picked off and either deep coverages, and it's kind of, he's kind of been like slowing down a bit in his agility. He's kind of been just. He's trying to be Patrick Mahomes, but it feels like Patrick Mahomes in another QB's body. It feels like Mahomes is playing like another player trying to play like Mahomes, doing the sidearm, doing all these ridiculous ass uh, passes and shit. But it feels like it feels like I was the one doing it. It feels like I'm the one at QB making those Mahomes, and then I'll get fucking in- instantly intercepted or something like that. It kind of feels like that turnover is costing them so many times a lot of really bad passes um sometimes just missed opportunities for the Chiefs to get in the red zone and they just couldn't get nothing done it's really it's really bad it's really bad for the Chiefs not even me saying that them making the playoffs is a big big maybe which is just sad it's just sad I mean I don't know. I don't think the team is done this season. I think there's still many chances they got. I mean, next week they go up against the Giants. That should be an easy W. If they do not beat the Giants on Monday Night Football next week, I'm going to just say it. It is done for the Chiefs, at least for this season. It is just done. Playoffs? Oh, my God. You better you better surprise me to make the damn playoffs this year. But holy shit, Super Bowl team! I cannot see this team making a Super Bowl, which is just, which is just sad because literally I've been praising them since Patrick Mahomes even was on the team. This team is just nothing but damn near perfection. But this year they have been slowing down a lot, you know. But again, we'll have to wait and see. It's it's a really it's it's people in Kansas City. I know y'all are y'all y'all are not loving these you. These last couple weeks, this season so far, but trust me, it it will get better. I think, I think things are just gonna have to adjust in a different way, but they're gonna have to play differently because they cannot play how they've been playing this season so far. And then the Times they have to go up against the Colts on um, on Halloween. So yeah, that was, that was that. The Titans they take a victory against the Kansas City Chiefs. Next game, we got the Washington football team versus the Green Bay Packers. The Packers winning this game 24 to 10. Taylor Heineke, 25 for 37, 268 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and a receiving touchdown for Terry McLaurin. Passing Aaron Rodgers, 27 for 35, 274 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, a receiving touchdown for Alan Lazard, Robert Tolian, and Devontae Adams, who has been placed into the IR, the injury reserve list, and the COVID list. So, kind of a bit concerning for the Packers there. But maybe uh, we'll have to wait and see on how his status <laughs> continues for next week's game. Packers being the Packers, not a really much of a surprise. Aaron Rodgers still playing like Aaron Rodgers. That Washington football team defense is dog shit. And the Packers just, I don't think they they didn't dominate, they didn't play amazing, but they got the job done. Aaron Rodgers was throwing really good passes. And next week, or this week, on Thursday, they go up against the Cardinals on my birthday, on Thursday Night Football. Of course I will be watching that game as I'm eating my own birthday cake. Trust me, I will enjoy that game because that game is probably going to be one of the biggest games of the season. Cardinals and Packers, a six and one Packers team versus a seven and zero Cardinals team. Yes, I just spoiled that the the Cardinals won again this week. Shocker. So yeah, they'll be playing on Thursday against the Cardinals. So that should be a really fun game to watch. And the Washington Football Team, they will go up against the Broncos on Halloween. So they should they should get a W there to be close in that division, the NFC East. But yeah, the Packers they take another W and they're six and one. While the Washington football team are two and five. Next game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens, they took the W. Psych. They lost. They lost 41-17 against the Kitty Goes Meow Bengals. Yeah. So the Bengals, 41-17 victory against the Baltimore Ravens. So the Bengals are a good team? Yeah. They are they're a good team. I'm, I'm I'm I can't believe I'm saying that, but yes, they are a they are a threat. They are actually a very good team in the AFC and in the NFL. Joe Burrow 23 for 38, 416 passing yards. That is of course his career high. 3 3 touchdowns and one interception. A rushing touchdown for Jamaji Perrine and for Joe Mixon, and then two receiving touchdowns for CJ Ozuma and Jamar Chase, who has been incredible. Jamar Chase, man, that man is a beast. That man has been crazy this season. No surprise there. He's easily the best receiver out of the draft class. And then for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 15 for 31, 257 yards, a touchdown, zero interceptions. Devonta Freeman had a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and then Marcus Brown, Hollywood Brown, had a receiving touchdown. So the Bengals, offensively, they were on fire, clicking on all cylinders in the second half, especially scoring 14 in the, in the third and the fourth quarter, and scoring 10 in the second. But they scored in every single quarter. They even scored three in the first. Now the Ravens, um, offensively, they couldn't get anything done. The defense allowed so many points. It was a weird win for the Bengals, but a weird loss for the Ravens. Um, I'm not really concerned about the Ravens, though. You know, the Bengals have actually been playing great. Their defense has stepped up. Their offense with Joe Burrow, like I'm telling you, things have really stepped up. You know, I think protection was a huge key um, for Joe Burrow tonight to get brutally sacked like he was had to suffer last season. Of course, causing that injury in week 11 where he missed the remainder of the season. And that hasn't been looking like the case. It looks like the man has been getting good protection and throwing deep balls to Jamar Chase and just exactly what I expected for this season for the Cincinnati Bengals, at least to be contending and at least to be a competent football team. They have been doing that and been surprising with it as well. I mean, again, I didn't think the Bengals were going to be this good five and two. And they're I believe now, number one in the AFC North. Yeah, they're now number one. Of course, they're tied with the Ravens with a 5-2 record. But they're now on top of the AFC North, which is crazy. Not the Browns, not the Ravens. It's the the Bengals. When was the last time I've seen the Bengals on top of their own division? (laughs) I can't tell you the last time. Maybe, maybe never. But the Bengals, they have to go up against the Jets on Halloween. That should be the easiest motherfucking W of all time for the Bengals. And... The Ravens will be taking on against the Vikings on November seventh. Next week, they will be ta- or this week, of course, they will be taking a bye week, and so they will be going to Baltimore back again, um, and going and facing against the Vikings. So both teams now five and two. Bengals get the W. Next game, we got the Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. The Giants winning this game twenty five to three. The Giants getting their second win of the season. They're now 2-5, and, and the Panthers 3-4. Sam Donald, 16 for 25, 111 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Philip Walker almost came in the game as well, 3 out of 14, 33 yards, zero TDs, zero IENTs. Nothing, no receiving or rushing touchdowns for the, the Panthers and for the Giants. Daniel Jones, 23 for 33, 203 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Devontae Booker had a rushing touchdown. And Dante Patisse had a receiving touchdown. So the Giants, they played played pretty good football, at least in the second half. They played really good football in the second half. Daniel Jones, I believe in the second or third quarter, he made a fantastic grab. Looking like Odell Beckham Jr. low-key um with that play uh in the second i don't know if it was the second or third quarter but either way really good catch in the in the game you know giving me giving giants fans a lot of hope and giving flashbacks of odell beckham but they took the w which was more important and that's their second win of the season the panthers fall from grace started three and oh now they're three and four y'all were three games And y'all were undefeated. And then y'all just come down to earth and lose four straight games. That just sucks. The Panthers will take on the Falcons on Halloween. So that should be an interesting game for both teams. They're kind of very similar this season. And then for the Giants, they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, who I expect to just beat the living crap out of the Giants. I'm sorry. The Giants can enjoy this victory. They rarely get to enjoy victories, but if they don't get abused Or they don't suffer against the Chiefs next week or just if they just lose to the Chiefs plainly I'm just I'm just gonna be really really upset by just how awful this team Has really performed this season at least for Kansas City. Just yeah, but we'll have to wait and see anyways next game We got the Atlanta Falcons versus the Miami Dolphins The Miami Dolphins taking another L (sighs) to the Falcons 30 to 28 Falcons take the win and they're now three and three and the Dolphins are one and six my God Matt Ryan 25 for 40 336 yards two touchdowns one interception a rushing touchdown for Cordell Patterson. And a receiving touchdown for Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley. For the Dolphins, Tua Tanga Lower had 32 for 40 attempts, 291 yards, 4 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Mike Gazeski had one touchdown, receiving touchdown. Matt Collins, Miles Gaskin, and Isaiah Ford also had. A receiving touchdown the game was going pretty close in the fourth quarter. The Dolphins were fighting back in the second half They made it interesting. They were up by one. They were up by 27 to they're up 28 to 27 but eventually the Falcons uh, sent in young ho co for the game-winning field goal to win the game so that's how the Dolphins got their sixth L of the season already and Oh, man, if you if you're a Dolphins fan and you think You think you can't take any more beatings? Well, you may not want to watch your game on Sunday. You may just want to like go trick or treat instead, and instead of watching, you know, the the Dolphins Bills game, because they're probably gonna get clapped in Buffalo, and that just that just gives me, you know, Week Seventeen last season where we got destroyed by the Bills in the last game of the season where we needed to win to make the the postseason, but. That didn't fucking happen. So yeah, we're going to play against the Bills next week. I am terrified. The Dolphins are not making the playoffs, unfortunately. So that just sucks that I can't, I can't cheer them on for this season and their playoff hopes is dwindling down. And the Falcons, they're three and three. They're looking okay. They're looking okay. So we'll see where the Fal- Falcons are heading, really. I mean, they don't really look like a playoff contender to me. Cordell Patterson has been probably the best player on that team this season, and things are going the right direction. But again, they're three and three. Anything could happen. Um, but they actually have been pretty good the last two games. Um, of course, their last win was against. Well, of course, their last loss was against the Washington Football Team on the third. And you know they did. They, they you know they they lose to the Buccaneers. They did lose to the Washington football team, and it was a pretty close game. And then for the Falcons losing to the Eagles in the first game, that was kind of weird. But other than that, the Falcons actually haven't been that bad, surprisingly. So we'll have to wait and see the result. And they will be taking on the Panthers on Halloween. So we'll see how that turns out. Excuse me. Next game, we got the New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. And my God, is this like Alabama versus... A D two score score I mean fifty four to thirteen, yikes! The Jets got 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 fucked, man. Wow! The Patriots three and four in the season, and the Jets one and five. Passing for Matt Ryan, Matt White, excuse me, Mac White twenty for thirty two, two hundred two yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and Zach Wilson, who unfortunately he's going to be missing out. Uh two to four weeks due to injury. He went six for 10, 51 weeks. So yeah. That was uh he injured his knee against the Patriots. So of course Mac Zach Wilson got out of the game pretty early. So unfortunately, he couldn't get the Jets going into this game. Of course, backup QB Mac Ryan. Mike White. Why am I saying Matt Ryan? I just automatically say Matt Ryan when I just see his name. But anyways, Mike White had one touchdown, two interceptions. A rushing touchdown for Elijah Moore. And Corey Davis had a receiving touchdown. And for the Patriots, Mac Jones, 24 for 36, 307 yards, two touchdowns. Brian Hoyer went three for four for 79 yards. And Kendrick Bourne had 25 yards and for a touchdown as well. Damian Williams... Had two rushing touchdowns. J.J. Taylor had two rushing touchdowns. And Brandon Bolden, Nelson Aguilar, and Hunter Henry all had a receiving touchdown. So pure domination for the Patriots. The offense was clicking. I mean, man, they were playing fantastic football. It was against the Jets. No surprise. The Jets, of course, playing shitty as well. The Jets, next week, they go up against the Bengals. And you may think it will be a pretty easy game, but no, the Bengals should automatically fuck the Jets over. Unfortunately, the Jets, they're not a playoff team. I don't know when they will ever be a playoff team, but that's that's not going to be this season. And for the Patriots, next week they will be going up against the Chargers on Halloween. So that will be a pretty... Interesting matchup against the Chargers. They were on a bu- I believe they were on a bye week yesterday I didn't see them play yesterday. So yeah, and they don't play today uh, For Monday Night Football, so I believe the Chargers were on a bye week But yeah, the Chargers they will be playing against the Patriots on Halloween. That should be another fun game to watch And so yeah, the Patriots completely dominate the New York Jets 54 to 13 next game we got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Las Vegas Raiders the Raiders taking over in Vegas, beating the Eagles thirty-three to twenty-two. The Raiders are now five and two, and the Eagles are now two and five. Jalen Hurts eighteen for thirty-four, two hundred and thirty-six yards, two touchdowns, rushing touchdown for Boston Scott, a receiving touchdown for Kenneth Gainwell, and for Jalen Rager, and for the Raiders passing, Derek Carr thirty-one for thirty-four. 323 yards two touchdowns one interception Kenyon drake had a touchdown joshua jacobs also had a rushing touchdown And then for the receiving side brian edwards. Yeah brian edwards And foster monroe also had a receiving touchdown as well and the raiders of course Took over the offense fully really played out of their minds at least in the second and third quarter And played great now the eagles in the fourth quarter, they tried to attempt the comeback, scored a late touchdown, but again didn't really do a lot because they ended up losing the game by 11. So the Eagles still not looking pretty good their offense is very sloppy at times their defense is not uh, one of the worst in the league. yeah, Eagles not to not not to expect so much from them unfortunately, nothing has really changed. Uh, next week they go up against the Lions. And honestly, I'm really giving the Lions a lot of credit. I think they generally might beat the Eagles on Halloween. I have a gut instinct that the Lions are probably going to beat the Eagles. Um, That's an early prediction. I could talk about it on Wednesday when I actually make my week 8 predictions. But I'm already going to just put that out there. I don't know why, but I think the Eagles are probably going to take an L to the Lions. And again, I wouldn't even be surprised. Let's be honest. And then the Raiders, they will be taking on the Giants um, in uh, two weeks because next week they will be on a bye week, so they won't be playing on Halloween. So they'll be going all the way to New York to play to face the Giants on the November 7th. And then the following week they go up against the Chiefs. So that should be another interesting game. I mean, the Raiders have been playing better than the Chiefs this year. So, hey, Raiders fans, y'all might enjoy another victory against the Chiefs this year. We'll have to wait and see. And so yeah, the Raiders they take a W, thirty three to twenty two. Next game we got the Detroit Lions versus the LA Rams. The Rams beating the Lions twenty eight to nineteen. The Rams now six and one, and the Lions zero seven. Oh man, Jared off oh, twenty two for thirty six, two hundred sixty eight yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Jack Fox also had one attempt, seventeen yards. DeAndre Swift had a receiving touchdown. And then for the Rams, Matthew Stafford, 28 for 41, 334 yards, three touchdowns, zero rushing touchdowns for the Rams. But they had two receiving touchdowns for Cooper Cup and then one for Van Jefferson. Yeah, the the Rams offense was on point. They were clicking on all cylinders. Lions defense. Tragic very tragic, nothing impressive for the Lions, again, they actually haven't been playing horrible this year, they've actually been putting effort and been making some of these games pretty entertaining and close, and their coaching hasn't even been that bad, but they still just can't get over them, they just still can't win a damn game, but but it's against the Rams, so I mean, we kind of have to give them a pass, but. You know, the Rams have been very good this year, and they're going to be a threat when they make the playoffs this season. They're going to be incredible. And they are They have a couple of good-ass games coming in November, for sure. Uh, well, next week they will be facing against the Texans on Halloween, so that should be an easy win for the Rams. But then they got to go up against the Titans on November 7th, then the 28th, the Packers, the 13th, the Cardinals. Yeah, and the Rams... We'll have to take the Seahawks, Ravens. Yeah, they're going to be definitely some some good-ass games. And they haven't played the 49ers yet this year, so they got to play them twice. Yeah, going to be some pretty interesting games for the Rams. But again, 6-1 for the Rams, 0-7 oh for the Lions. And the Lions next week, they'll be facing against the Eagles, like I just said a couple minutes ago. Next game, we got the Chicago Bears taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers... I mean, what a surprise. They absolutely whooped Chicago's ass. 38-3. My gosh, Chicago with a dreadful L. 22 for 32. 184 yards. Zero touchdowns. Three interceptions. The Bears, man. They did nothing. They did nothing, nothing, nothing. But the Buccaneers... Twenty for thirty-six, two hundred eleven yards, four touchdowns, zero in exception for Tom Brady. Blaine Gabbert two for third, two for three, 15 yards, and then zero touchdowns or ints. And then Leonard Fournette with a rushing TD, three receiving touchdowns for Mike Evans, and one for Chris Godwin. So of course, no surprise, the Buccaneers' offense. Incredible, fantastic, marvelous, a body of art. And the Bears' defense, horrendous, stinks. Their offense, nowhere to be found. Yeah, that Buccaneers defense was doing it all, kicking Chicago's ass the whole game. Tough L for the Bears. They're now 3-4, and four, while the Buccaneers are 6-1. and one. So the Bears, they go up against the 49ers in Chicago on Halloween. So that's going to be a pretty Honestly, it it actually might be a pretty close game because the 49ers haven't been that great this year either. So this should be a, this shouldn't even be that hard for the Bears at least for this game to end for the Bears winning it. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. And then the Buccaneers next week, they will be going up against the Saints in New Orleans on Halloween, so that should be a very fun game to watch as well. Um, this will be the first time that Jameis Winston will be playing against the Buccaneers, like starting against the Buccaneers against his former team in the regular season, I believe. So that should be fun to watch. And then Tom Brady, of course, this is what, like his five hundredth millionth time playing against the Saints, but their first his first time since beating them in the divisional round in the playoffs earlier this year. And so yeah, Buccaneers dominate against the Bears 38 to 3. Next game we got the Houston Texans versus the Arizona Cardinals. Do I have to recap this game? Yes. 31 for 5. Final score. The Cardinals absolutely dominated the Texans 31 to 5. No surprise. The Houston Texans are 1 and 6 as the Arizona Cardinals are seven and oh they are still undefeated they cannot lose a game at all this year they have been looking fantastic but let's get to Houston first passing Davis Mills 23 for 32 135 yards zero touchdowns zero interceptions. so of course no rushing touchdowns or interceptions Kyler Murray 20 for 28 261 yards three touchdowns one interception James Conner had a rushing touchdown and Christian McCaffrey, Zach Hurts, and wait, I said Christian McCaffrey, Christian Kirk, excuse me, DeAndre Hopkins and Zach Ertz. both, they all had a receiving touchdown. Cardinals offensively on fire, on fire, defensively, oh man, also on fire. The Texans, just bad, just bad. They scored two points in the first quarter. And then a field goal in the second quarter. And that's it. While the Cardinals, they scored 17 in the second quarter. Seven and... They scored seven in the third and the fourth quarter as well. So yeah, Cardinals, they did their thing. They're still undefeated. The Cardinals next week, they will be going up against... Or this week, they'll be going up against the Packers on my birthday. On Thursday Night Football. So that should be a very fun game to watch. And for the Houston Texans, the 1-6 team, they'll be going up against the LA Rams. So, yeah, the Texans, they will not be catching a break anytime soon. I mean, they have been on a six-game losing streak. Of course, they won their first game of the season against the Jaguars. But it's kind of reminding me of the Jaguars last year where they won the first game of the season. Thinking, oh, wait, we actually might be a decent team. And they lose every single game right after proceeds to lose 15 straight games right after that might be the Houston Texans this year I mean they they're probably gonna they're definitely gonna lose the Rams and probably even to the Dolphins even though the Dolphins haven't been good at all this year I don't know they might maybe get one more win they do have what 10 more games so it is possible but yikes yikes for Houston unfortunately and then finally the Sunday night football game, a rainy day in Santa Clara yesterday in San Francisco. The Indianapolis Colts versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Colts, I keep forgetting that the Colts always seem to always beat the shit out of the 49ers all the time. They beat them, no surprise, 30-18. to 18. Now, I did have the 49ers winning this game, but I completely forgot that the Colts... They play good. They play good against the 49ers and they kind of been their own they kind of been their daddy for the last couple seasons. Anyways, Carson went 17 for 26, 150 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Wait a minute, he had zero interceptions? Wait, didn't he have an interception that was Wait. I swear to god, I swear to god I thought he had an interception where Okay, I'm not tripping, but I think Carson Wentz did have an interception because I saw on NFL memes the man basically tossed the football to another defender and then ran with it for like 20 something yards. So if you're telling me that's not an intercept or actually maybe that maybe they didn't call it cuz it was probably like a, a like a penalty or some shit, a flag was called, I have no idea, but I swear to god the man threw a bad interception. I guess it didn't count. I guess it didn't count. But anyways, we move on. And rushing touchdown, of course, went to Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor as well. Receiving touchdown went for Ali Cox and Michael Pittman Jr. And then for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 for 27, 181 yards, two touchdowns and four interceptions. Eli Mitchell. With a rushing touchdown and Debo Samuel with a receiving touchdown. So the 49ers, they started the season 2-0. And have been falling from grace ever since. I mean, they've been playing good teams. They lost to the Packers. They lost to the Cardinals. And they lost to the Colts. And the Seahawks. They've been looking, they've been playing good teams. But still, I mean against the Seahawks. It was a you know it was a close game against the Seahawks. And against the Colts, It was a close game until pretty much the end where really nothing was going on. The 49ers started the game pretty hot, scoring 12 in the first quarter, then scoring six in the second uh, in the second half in the fourth quarter. But, of course, the Colts were more consistent. They scored seven points in the first and third, and they scored six in the second while scoring 10 in the fourth. So the Colts offense, they stepped up. They played And outperformed the 49ers. And so the Niners, they take their fourth straight L. Next week, they will be going up against the Bears on Monday, or not Monday, on Sunday for Halloween. And then the Colts, they will be taking on the Titans in Indianapolis on Halloween at 1 p.m. So that should be another interesting game, an interesting divisional game. And that's it for week seven recap. We also have one more game today. We have the New Orleans Saints versus the Seattle Seahawks coming up in about 40 minutes from now. And I do have the Saints winning this game. Now, the Seahawks are actually a pretty good Monday Night Football team. They do really get a lot of wins on Monday night, so we'll have to wait and see. And they are in Lumen Field. I still can't believe they changed the name. Like, I don't really don't fit with the name. I don't really fuck with the name that much. But anyways... They will be taking on the New Orleans Saints tonight at 8-15 against the Saints. The Saints 3-2 and and the Seahawks 2-4. So yeah, I have the Saints winning this game. We'll have to wait and see. And then Week 8 starts on Thursday with that Packers and Cardinals game. And of course Sunday we got the Pack. We have the Panthers, Falcons, Titans, Colts, Dolphins, Bills, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, Jets. Eagles, Lions, Rams, Texans, Patriots, Chargers, Bears, Niners, Jaguars, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Saints, Washington football team versus Denver, Minnesota versus Dallas, and Monday Night Football will be New York versus Kansas City. So that will be week eight. And I'll make my predictions on Wednesday. Now, I was going to do an episode on, what was it, Friday or even Saturday Saturday. Of my top 50 insert blank songs and I didn't do it I didn't do it so this Friday I promise y'all I will do it I already have the list ready I just gotta do the damn episode that's all I gotta do so on Friday before I head out to the heat game later that night I will be uploading that episode on Friday and we'll be making it and everything speak so Wednesday I just focus on my predictions and then maybe something else that goes on between today or tomorrow that I can get to talk about on Wednesday. But we'll have to wait and see. And anyways, that is it for today's episode for the podcast. Um, a little bit shorter. and We didn't even get to the 50-minute mark. But again, there was a lot less games. To recap this week, there was, what, six teams on by. And next week, it'll probably be like two or three teams on by. I'm not sure. I have to check the schedule. I lost fantasy this week, unfortunately. My God, I am four and two in fantasy, which is not bad. I do have one of the better records in my league, uh. But uh, I don't know where exactly I am in the standings. I'm second in my division, but I'm probably, I'm probably gonna stay. I'm probably gonna stay. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to stay first or something in the division. Or actually maybe not. May actually I probably I probably might stay in the division. I don't know. Yeah. Well we'll have to wait and see next week for me to beat uh who am I facing next week? Let me uh, let me just check who the hell I'm facing next week. I'm facing against Oh my friend Julian. Okay. Interesting. This should be an easy win. Easy win coming up, but We'll have to wait and see. And then for Pick'em League, let me even check my Pick'em League. I, did, I know I did bad. I know I did bad this week. I mean, Jesus. I have 70 points so far this week. And the max I can get is 80. Of course, if I pick the Seahawks over the Saints. Actually, no wait, I picked the Seahawks over the Saints. Oh, shit. Damn, it's still, I could. I can change it. Should I pick the Saints over the Seahawks or should I just keep it? You know what? I'm just going to You know what? I'm just going to say the the Seahawks. I think the reason why I picked the Seahawks was because the Saints were like very consistent. They win one, they lose, they win, they lose, they win. And I thought it was going to continue to go. You know what? I'm I'm just going to say Seattle's going to win this one. So So yeah. So you yeah, had the Browns, Packers, Patriots, Rams, Raiders, Cardinals, Buccaneers games right? but i got the 49ers the ravens panthers dolphins and chiefs games wrong so i have 70 points 70 points this week i can only get up to 80 so yeah i can i could be 8 and something 8 and 5 this week because there's only 13 games this week so yeah and then for next week there'll be what 15 games 15 games so there'll be two games there'll be two teams on bye week next week But, yeah, I've been been decent. I've been decent. I I, I have a 90.3 percentage, a winning percentage. That's good. I have 700 points. That's not bad. That's not bad. But, anyways, that is it for today's episode. I'm going to finish off and revise my top 50 list to make sure it's in order and everything. But I already did the list, so there's really nothing to fix or adjust. But I will be doing that episode on Friday, I promise you all. And then, of course, on Wednesday, I'll be doing my predictions. TikTok. I'm just going to forget about that whole sound thing that I still don't have no idea what to do with that shit. So I'm going to be doing something different with the TikTok. I'm probably going to have to do, like, you know, background, uh, green screen TikToks or some shit. So if you see me on my For You page, just let me know. Your boy's going to be on TikTok. If you want to follow my TikTok, because I will be uploading content there soon. I know I said that, what, two weeks ago when I did my first TikTok ever. Um, And again, I didn't upload a single TikTok ever. After that, I will at some point. Yay the goat. Y-E-T-H-E-G-O-A-T-18. It all rhymes. Yay the goat. 125 followers. 17. About to be 18. Sports. Rap the podcast here on Spotify, go check it out. Go check it out. Go check out my TikTok. I'll be uploading content there, music-related, sports-related. I'll kind of focus a little bit more on music and more hip-hop-related stuff, but I will do sports content from there and there. Maybe I might even do another account and separate the two. Honestly, I'll think about it, but just go follow. Just go follow. I will... I will upload the episode and I'll just put my TikTok underneath the my bio. Anyways, that is it for today's episode. Let me just shut the hell up and leave you all alone. But anyways, thank you all for listening for this episode. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.